All right, hello and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hall, and with me as always is... Patrick Terry. And welcome again to a special episode of just the two of us talking. There's no special guest this week. What is special is that we are going to be covering the our our uh, best and worst movies of 2019 that we have seen, not any that we haven't because that would be silly. Um, so we decided that the movies for this, uh, episode, they had to have come out in 2019. That's like the one (laughs) kind of big stipulation. Although I've seen plenty that did not because, you know, it's older movies as well. Um, so we're going to cover our best, um, list or worst. I also kind of added movies that I was disappointed in. And a couple of guilty pleasures that I had as well. So, for me, that's what I have. Um, and then when, whenever we get done with that list, um, we will briefly kind of talk about the Golden, uh, the Golden Globe nominations that came out, and probably try and discuss as much as we can for right. the movies we've seen. Right. Because <laughs> some have just come out, some still haven't uh, here. They've just been a limited release. So we'll discuss as much as we can. We won't make any predictions. Um, however, the Golden Globes <coughs> come, uh, is going to be broadcast January 5th on NBC. Ricky Gervais is going to host, so that's going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, so we'll have our predictions on our Facebook fan page. We definitely invite you. We'll post a. Uh, we'll be sure to post a ballot for you guys to be able to fill out and then submit submit back to us. Um, so we can see how we can kinda of see how everybody's doing. So with that being said, um, this special episode, Patrick, I'm gonna open the floor to you for your for your lists plural. On multiple lists. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so along <clears throat> with my liked and least liked. Mm-hmm. I also added a disappointed list, honorable mentions, and then surprising movies. Okay. So, as far as my most liked, uh, a movie that I spoke of on the last podcast, Knives Out. Okay. uh, Ready or Not. Toy Story 4. Hobbs and Shaw. uh, Zombieland 2 Double Tap. We have Dragon Ball Super Broly, which is like the only animated in my most liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Us, Doctor Sleep, and then my top three, I couldn't figure out which order, but Joker, John Wick 3, <coughs> and Avengers Endgame. Okay. Seems like a solid list so far. And then my least liked. Um, surprisingly, I put Rambo Last Bud as my number 10. I like the last act, but everything before it. You know. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. A little tough. Uh, you have Maleficent, Mistress, Mistress of Evil. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't necessarily needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably should have had this higher, but this isn't really in a particular order. Frozen 2. Yeah. Uh, Them That Follow. Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah, I forgot that movie already yeah. came out. <laughs> yeah. 
there were some things that were that's, okay, that's, but <laughs> overall, yeah. <laughs> I straight up forgot that movie came out already. And then this one I forgot came out this year, a Medea family uh, reunion. Oh, or, yeah. Or was it a funeral? No, I think it was a funeral. I couldn't Medea tell you. family funeral. I wrote reunion, but it should say funeral. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Adam's Family, hmm. Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. Black Christmas, and then the movie that still is my least favorite, 47 Meters Down in Cage. <laughs> Top spot. I've, I've, I've talked about it enough. It had to be the number one. It's got to be, right? <laughs> it has to be. Uh, oh, man. Uh, then my disappointing movies. I only have nine. Um, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay. I was a little disappointed. It was cool. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Mm. Disappointing. Good Boys. I didn't laugh as much as I thought I would. Okay, but you still liked it. I liked it. It was just disappointing. Okay. Yeah. I, had, I, did, I almost put it on my least like. I said, well, I liked it. It just disappointed me. Gotcha. Uh, the Kitchen. Yeah. bit disappointing. Gemini Man. The hell you say? <laughs> it was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Still they, a Scientology movie. Anyway. They, they hyped up the, the, the CG too much. And it's like, that's what you gave us? That's disappointing. Hmm. But I liked it. But Men in Black International. Yeah. Maybe I was kind of expecting. I was actually probably expecting a little more than, you know, but um, I think they just put Thor and Valkyrie in for the yeah. Put the butts in the seats. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I was disappointed. I can see that. <sighs> the Lion King. Actually disappointed me. <laughs> and my number one. Well, actually, this list is not in particular order, but... Right, right. Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Okay. Just, you know, they introduced her, had the movie, Endgame. They didn't really... So maybe maybe when the sequel come out, they'll do more. So yeah. It's rough when you shoot the... When you shoot, the, shoot her for Avengers Endgame before you shoot her for... Captain Marvel. Right. It, it's, yeah. So what kind of got me through it, I tried to look at it like, okay, let's say this came out around the time Captain America came out. So I was like, let's just look at it like that. <laughs> but still disappointed. Okay. Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Intruder. Maybe I, I, might, I shouldn't have put that on there. Or lower, but I liked it. Uh, the Sun is also a star. Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed because I can't find this movie on Blu-ray. It's only on DVD. But I bless, might just end up buying it digitally. Bless your heart. <laughs> so sad. Like, I don't think it made enough money, which is disappointing. Um, Midsummer. I still haven't seen the director's cut. <laughs> I want to. So it's still on my, on my uh. list. <laughs> uh, Escape Room, which was like the first movie I saw yeah. this year, which kind of set the tone. Ooh, right. Ooh. Uh, 21 Bridges, uh, Motherless Brooklyn, uh, Black and Blue, Loose. Okay, yeah. And then Don't Let Go. Right. They had that one at Redbox. I haven't, or it's at Redbox. From, it's on my list of ones to check out. So, I almost got it yesterday. I ended up with, uh, ended up with Goldfinch and uh, Where'd You Go, Bernadette instead. Okay. okay. So. And then my surprising movies, basically movies that I 
wasn't expecting much from because I didn't really yeah. know. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari. Okay. Ended up liking it. Good Liar. Uh, Last Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Parasite. Jexy. Yeah. Which you know, that could have been like a web release thing, but it, right. was, it was fun. It was it was a fun little movie. Ad Astra. Villains. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And then Yesterday and Stuber. Stuber. Yes. That was really... <laughs> I wasn't expecting like that at all. Okay. I, uh... Okay. So, I, uh... <laughs> Myron, though... I tried to put him in some order, I guess. I, but it's... Like most lists, they're fluid. Right. Because, you know, you can rewatch something and like it more or like it less. True. You're like, well, maybe I like this a little bit too much because of hype or because of one reason or another. Or vice versa. Right. Um, maybe I didn't give this movie a fair chance. So my list, um, kind of in order, kind of. I just tried to always top five, some could be a little more fluid than the bottom five, all that type of thing. So I went with Parasite, because to me that's probably my favorite movie I've seen this year so far. Yeah. I mean, it's, so far it's like a week left, I mean, yeah. over a week, but still, it's just the um, social commentary that it provides, plus just the entertainment value that they were able to mix uh, elements of, of, of a, you know, put a really cool social elements and dramatic themes in but also be able to mesh it really well with comedy and thriller and just have it even out and just the and just give an all out amazing story. Yeah. Um then us then us, that's just where next choice would be us. Yeah. Which yeah, it was just crazy. It was just a crazy movie. Yeah. But again, it just expands more on it's horror, but it's also got the social commentary in it. True. To where it, which is because he drew so much from Twilight Zone, Jordan Peele did, when they made that movie that I have, you know, I I, I love that part about him. Yeah. So that, really enjoyed that as well. Plus the acting is just stupid good. Um, then one we haven't talked about on the podcast because it would take so long to try and explain this movie. Um, I have only, sadly, actually, only one documentary. And that's The Great Hack, which is on Netflix, about uh, data mining and Facebook, Cambridge Analytica, one of the whistleblowers from Cambridge Analytica talking about it. It's it's phenomenal. I've watched it two and a half times because I haven't finished watching it a third time. And because I'm still trying to process so much information from that movie. Right. I can't recommend it enough. It'll probably scare you a little bit. Um, but it's definitely a must watch, I believe. And I think it was done very well. Um, so, yeah, definitely watch that if you can. The Great Hack on Netflix. Um, next is The Farewell, which I haven't talked about on the podcast yet. Um, I'm going to try and do that on my, uh, the one I do by myself on the uh, Redbox reviews. Because when I watched that was Redbox. It's also Far Away, which film uh, based on a true story with uh, Aquafina, who plays kind of the, one of the main characters 
she has to go back and visit. Her grandmother's dying from cancer. Nobody's willing to tell the grandmother she's dying from cancer. Right. Because um, the grandmother's sister gets the results and then tells everybody else in the family, but then tells the grandmother everything came back fine. So everybody comes back to kind of pay their respects. Um, but at the same time, grandmother thinks that everybody's coming for a wedding for one of the other family members, which is true. There is a wedding, but they kind of, I want to say, speed up the wedding date because of it. Yeah. But, yeah, they kind of use it as a cover-up. Very well acted, directed, very funny, even with some, you know, serious moments in it. But, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. I honestly, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to this later. Yeah. I want to get ahead of myself. Um, <coughs> next, of course, Avengers Endgame. I mean, how are you not going to put it on there? True. Just because it's the culmination of 20-plus movies. So, yeah. And it was good. I mean, it was good. It was entertaining. Um, I put Rocket Man with Taron Edgerton as Elton John. Because to me, this movie is... Rocket Man is what Bohemian Rhapsody should have been like. Which was, I mean, they're both entertaining. They both embodied the lead singer very well. However, the storytelling was so much better in the way they delivered the story, the way they incorporated the music. So much better. So much more fun to watch and entertaining. Like, I downloaded it so I could watch it again. I just, I've been trying to get my mom to watch it so we can talk about it. Um,. Because it is a musical. It's done as if this were a musical on Broadway, but there's a camera involved. It's just, it's very highly stylized. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. The costumes are fantastic. So, yeah, I can't recommend this movie enough. So much, so much fun. I cheated on number seven. <coughs> I put Yesterday, and then I put Blinded by the Light also in the same one. So instead of having, so technically there's 11 movies on this list, but really I squeezed in both because why not? They're both really good. They're both musicals. I mean, yesterday's Beatles music, um, Blinded, Blinded by the Light, based on a true story, um, is about a peck, again, another movie I haven't talked about because it's going to be on for Redbox. Yeah. But it's uh, about a. Uh, a Pakistani teenager growing up in Britain uh, in the 80s and how being when he gets introduced to Bruce Springsteen about how much the music really affects the way he lives his life and how he's able to relate to the music so much and so on. So, anyways, and both of them fantastic movies. Both of them also better musicals than Bohemian Rhapsody. Just... Saying it's not that I hated Bohemian Rhapsody, I just hated how much potential for it. how much critical praise it got for a movie that was only okay. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. And I just find that these movies are so much better and didn't get near as much attention, at least in my opinion, as Bohemian Rhapsody has. So, but then again, we'll see how all these different award shows right. feel about those movies. So, True. whether um, I don't think. I don't think Blinded by the Blinded by the Light got near the marketing um, kind of coverage as far as commercials, right? Social media stuff like that. I don't think it got out there as much as maybe Yesterday or even Rocket Man. Obviously, the budgets are probably higher. Always has something to do with it. 
Yeah, most of those trailers I saw in the theater yeah. for that movie. Same. Yeah. Um, or I looked it up on IMDb. Yeah. So. Number eight, Dolomite is my name. This is what, I mean, we talked. I talked about it you know, on the podcast, obviously, on uh, one of the episodes, how much I loved Andy Murphy in this role and that I really hope he gets back into doing more roles like this. Right. I just watched him on Saturday, on his Saturday Night Live episode, which was awesome. I missed it. I got to watch it. I got to yeah. go back and watch yep. it. Yep. It's so good. You know, it brought back some of his favorite characters. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's It made me smile, for sure. Um, so hopefully he's out of, you know, he's, he's under, (laughs) under Disney's thumb to where he's able to make better, you know, more movies like this one. Cause this one is so good and he was so good in it. And that makes me happy. Um, Brittany runs a marathon number nine Mm -hmm. again, no certain or whatever, but I, I love this independent movie. I think it's very inspirational. I think it's awesome. I think. Um, Julian Bell is an amazing actress and she needs all the roles because she's awesome. Right. Um, and then number 10, The Lighthouse, I actually put on here because I've never seen a movie like this. I don't know if I ever wanted to see another movie like this. <laughs> but it's amazing the the way it was shot, the acting between both of them were just batshit crazy. It was awesome. Um, it is a weird movie. And so I, I I felt I would do it some injustice if I didn't put it on there. Yeah. One thing that is really not on here are kids' movies. Really about the only one I liked was the one Grace and I actually watched the other night, which was Abominable. Wow. That's Because I'm thinking about because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, God, all these other movies. And I like kids' movies. I like taking my kids to movies. I just didn't. They haven't been I mean, great this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess... York and I went and saw Jumanji. I mean, that was good. I you know, I guess I'd put that as far as like movies I took the kids to go see that are on my best list. Probably yeah. those two. Um that you know, really we just watched a bottom wall at the house, so even in theater <laughs> yeah. it's kinda slim. <laughs> yeah. But I you know yeah, slim. But it, it he uh yeah, those two I guess. Um <coughs> As far as my worst, X-Men Dark Phoenix. I'm sorry, that movie was trash. That was just... I tried... I mean... Oof. That movie was trash. Yeah, it was bad. I hate it for, I hate it for the actors. But you could tell they didn't want to be there either. I think they're all going to be glad they're going to be under Marvel's wing now and just let them... Well, but, it probably won't be the same actors. <laughs> no, 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 but... <laughs> At least the, the characters are getting the, the fans will be appreciative that they are... Under in better hands. Yes. So, finally. <laughs> yes. And those of us that have seen all of them will be glad that they're in better hands. <laughs> as well as Fantastic Four franchise. Yeah, Fox should have done a deal like Sony. Yep, straight <laughs> up. Straight up. So, second one is Ugly Dolls. I love Kelly Clarkson with all my heart. Yeah. I will see anything she's in and watch anything she's on. However, this movie was tough to watch. Really? It was tough. And I, yeah, it was tough. And my daughter loved it. Grayson loved this movie, not just because it had songs. I think she liked the songs more than she liked the actual movie itself. Right. Um, but yeah, it was kind of tough to watch because there was no, there was a villain at least in this one, so there's a plus to that. But there was no, yeah, like even the 
good moral tale and all that stuff, being, you know, having good friends and, you know, being good to people. It, it, it was kind of lame. I don't know. There's better ways to do that. Right. They did their best, I guess. I don't even know. They did focus more on the music, which is fine. That's essentially what the Trolls movies are. True. Um, but she liked it, so that's all that matters. I, I would have liked to have liked it more. <laughs> uh, third one was Aladdin, because, oof, that was hard to watch. Again, both kids liked it. Even York said he liked it. Or at least he said he liked it a lot better than he thought he would. Yeah. So I guess that means he liked it, I guess. Uh, I think he that probably go on his surprised he liked it move list, <laughs> more than likely. Um, I did not. I, I, I thought it was. I thought that Lion King stole the budget for special effects. Yeah. Um, I'm I, I'm guessing, but what I did like, I did like. Uh, I did like the costume design, the set design, basically technical things, but the acting was. It was okay. Story was nothing different. They added a new song, a woman empowerment song that didn't quite fit with the story. So I, was, I appreciate the effort, but it didn't. Didn't hit. It didn't. It, well, it didn't hit. Plus, it didn't. Plus, it didn't fit the story. Yeah. Very well. It just kind of yeah. So yeah. Um, number four, Alita: Battle Angel. It's a video game. It is basically your. It's basically video game cutscenes put together for a movie. It was. It wasn't hard to watch, but I just wasn't entertained. I just didn't really. I only liked the. I only liked the last, ten minutes of the movie. Maybe. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> it's, you know, that makes what we call a bad movie. And then lastly, because I only did five. Hellboy. Hellboy was hard to watch. I stayed away from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen the others, and they had a red box, and so I watched it. And then I was like, "This is this is tough to watch. This is yeah. I'd prefer Ron Perlman. So yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, I just didn't like the direction it went. It just seemed like that was just doing his Ron Perlman impression. He wasn't even doing that. I think I would have preferred him doing his Ron Perlman impression. <laughs> so. Um, let's see here. My disappointed list. Number one, Glass. I was a little disappointed in that one. I still liked it enough. Yeah. But I wish, I don't know. I just wish it was something different. Does that make sense? Like, I like I, I was okay with the story. I just kind of wanted more from it. I think the ending did it for me. Yeah. I was like, eh. Mm. All right. Uh... Triple Frontier. This was on Netflix, with uh, with uh, Ben Affleck, and yeah, I mean I get it, but Netflix puts out <coughs> for every good one they put out ten or fifteen that are not good at all. Right. Unfortunately, this apparently is one of the ones that was in the ten or fifteen that's not good at all. Yeah. I wanted to like this one. I tried. Like I was re- kind of rooting for it to like maybe. Either pick up steam or do something that would make it better in the end. No. But I really wanted to like this one a lot. <laughs> Didn't quite make it. Brightburn. 
very disappointed in Brightburn. That's one I just wanted it to be so much better because it looked the trailer was awesome. Yeah. And then it just kind of fizzled. I'm like, what is going on with this movie? Them that follow was on my disappointed list because I thought it was gonna be some awesome kind of delve more into the cult like aspect, you know, cult like um, I guess inner workings of mm-hmm. the church. And stuff like that, and it was just a relationship movie that had some of that in there, right? And kind of, yeah. I was like, well, I wish this would have been a little bit better. Um, yeah, Frozen Two, disappointed, <laughs> <coughs> to say the least, compared to the first one. Yeah. Very disappointed. Um, really don't need to rant too much about that one anymore. <laughs> yeah, beat that dead snowflake. <laughs> Um, guilty pleasures. I really have to. Or, or, as I say, new guilty pleasures. Uh, happy death day to you. Yeah. I I really liked it. I mean, it's fun. It's a horror movie that's not. It's aware. It's so self aware of it. You know what it is. It makes the funny parts even that much funnier. And and it's just entertaining. It's just a fun movie with time travel and. And I hadn't seen the Serial first killer. one, but I don't think you necessarily do because you pretty much yeah. do a recap. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much do a recap, and yeah. it's fine, yeah. and it's entertaining. So, yeah, so yeah, so that, that's definitely one. And then Ready or Not, I put down as one of my new guilty pleasures because it is, and it's yeah. just, it's, I don't want to say stupid fun, but it's, it's I mean, it's, it's done well. And again, it's another horror movie, so who would have thought that? True. It's <laughs> but it's self-aware too. Yeah, it's a little self-aware, and it's got some good humor, and it's just, it's just kind of bonkers because it's an interesting idea that no one's really, I guess, tried. It could have been so much worse. True. If they were trying to do it straight horror. Yeah. And not really have a whole lot of comedy in it, but I think the cast only helped with uh, with the movie and its being self-aware and its humor. So, yeah, so those are definitely, uh, those are my two guilty pleasures. Um, I really don't have honorable mentions, but I guess we can do, if we're going to do honorable mentions, I'll do the the other nine that I didn't have for my top ten um, best. So I guess honorable mentions will go to Detective Pikachu, which I really ended up liking. I guess it could go under my surprised one because right. I was surprised that it was as good as it was. Right. And Grayson loves that movie. She watches it all the time now. And I didn't even take her to go see it in the theaters. Wait. No, I take that back. I did take her to go see it. I didn't take York, who I thought I was going to go see it. Um, that turned out to be a lot of fun. Uh, Dumplin', which is on Netflix, which I absolutely love. Uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. That's so much fun. Um, Always Be My Maybe, the rom-com that was on Netflix. That I talked about. Real good. Uh, let's see here. do 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 uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, which I will discuss on the uh, Redbox reviews. So good. And I think that's it. Maybe it wasn't that many. <laughs> but, oh yeah, John Wick 3. Duh. Duh. So that covers our, that is our best worst list. We uh, we would love to hear what y'all have on your list. And, and let us know if there's any that you either agree, disagree, um, let us know about that. 
and then uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely bring it up. All right, moving on to the next order of business, we are going to briefly discuss the Golden Globe nominations. We are only going to cover the movies. We're not covering TV because, well, movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. However, if you want us to cover TV, let us know. Maybe we'll do do a brief uh, couple minutes. Anyways, all right. Um, now, granted, we haven't seen a lot of these, um, so we won't have a whole lot of input to put in. Input to put in. You've seen more than I have. I apparently have <laughs> seen more than <laughs> Patrick has. Um, Netflix got a lot of uh, got a lot of nominations for this. Um, first of all, the uh, 77th annual Golden Globes will be January 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern, so 7 Central. It'll be hosted by Ricky Gervais. So there's no telling what he will say or who he will offend. So should be interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so best, starting off, best motion picture drama 1917 currently is not out yet. Um, I think it'll be. I think it gets released tomorrow. I think it's a Christmas Eve movie, kind of like Uncut Gems. Okay. Is getting released tomorrow. Uh, it's Sam Mendes' War, World War One drama. Um, it's supposed to be really good. Guess we'll see. It's supposed to be shot in one take, like one. I don't, I'm not sure. I doubt I, the I, whole movie, but I, I think. Oh, there's a lot of scenes that have one thing. Just like Royal Roma had had that as well. Still the best movie I've seen. Yeah, almost two years. I think that'll. They say that'll help kind of get people into what the soldiers were going through. Okay. Okay. That's kind of why I want to see it. Yeah. The next, The Irishman, which I have discussed, and I I don't know if I. I don't want to say I need to see this again because I I don't want to sit through three and a half hours. Maybe I'll just. Catch clips again and just, you know, just watching and it really should have been a TV series. So they could have broken it up. Yes. But, oh well. Uh, so, you know, it, Lord, they <laughs> win. Um, mm. <sighs> Anyways, uh, next, Joker, which Patrick really liked. I still need to see again because I... Uh, I want to like this movie more. I want to like this movie. I liked it okay, but I want to like it more. Like, I want to be, like, on the bandwagon. Not really bandwagon. I want to be on the big support train for this, but right. it's... First, I'm not quite... First, first viewing was like, eh. Yeah, like, eh, okay. Um, next is Marriage Story, which I just discussed on the last episode. I don't know. I don't think it'll... No, I don't think it'll win. Um... And then the last one is The Two Popes. Just got released uh, the 20th, December 20th. I just watched it before we recorded. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think it's going to win. I Really, without even seeing 1917, I think it'll probably be between that. If Joker makes a push, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. They might, I, don't, I hope they don't give it to the Irishman. I don't know. We'll see. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, which you saw. Mm-mm. No, you didn't see Harriet? Mm-mm. No. Because we both missed that one. Yep. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. There's, as I talked about on the last episode, there's about two or three scenes that you could be like, yep, those are the ones they 
submitted for her uh, for her consideration. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, which is Greta Gerwig's new movie, which has not come out yet. No. At least wide release has not come out yet. Which I guess I will be going to see because it's Greta Gerwig and I like her. So, well, I'll go see it even though I didn't see the last Little Women, which was 1990-whatever. Right. With uh, one other writer. Christian Bale was in it. Very young Christian Bale. Uh, Bombshell with Charlize Theron, which is out, and I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. Just came out. Yeah. And uh, Judy uh, with, sorry, Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland in Judy, which I did not see, but here the movie wasn't great, but her performance was. Okay. So that happens. Um, so it seems like an interesting category. Um, <coughs> best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, Christian Bale for Ford versus Ferrari, which you saw. That. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, which has not been released here, uh, as far as I know. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. And Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. So, without... Let me see this. There's only four actors. Having only seen half, you know, basically the last two. Yeah. I still think it's going to be probably Antonio Banderas and Joaquin Phoenix. Between the two. two. I think it'll be between those two. Because the one thing I have been reading and is that Antonio Banderas's performance, at least in all the festivals that it's been in, mm-hmm. he's won like twice, I think. Okay. So I think the momentum's on his side. Um, although everyone loves Joaquin's performance in Joker, so I think it'll be between those two. Um, oh, sorry, Johnson Price also for the two popes. I did really like his performance. Um, Anthony Hopkins yeah, is fine, but I think I, I, but I really like Jonathan Price's performance in the two popes. Okay. Um, so yeah, so there's that one too. Um, but I still think is even with that being said, I still think it's going to be between Antonio Banderas and Joaquin. and Joaquin. Best motion picture musical. Although I would love to see Joaquin Phoenix win this and then go win an Oscar. It'd be the only time in film history that an actor to my knowledge is where two different actors have won an Academy Award for portraying the same character if that makes sense because Heath Ledger won for won posthumously for Dark Knight right. for playing Joker so this would be interesting I kind of want that to happen but we'll see and yeah, we'll see getting ahead of ourselves yeah um <laughs> Next is, uh, so, all right, anyways. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Dolomite is my name, which I really liked. Jojo Rabbit, which I still haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. Knives Out, which you saw. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think we both seen that. Yeah. yeah. And Rocket Man. So, God, that's a good, see, I'm more excited about this category than the drama one. Drama one, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of not really that great of a of a uh, selection, I guess. This right. one, <coughs> Dolomite is my name. I think it might get some push. I don't know. I really hope because it's such a funny movie and such a and well made. 
Right. Jojo Rabbit, I hear your audiences are kind of split on that one. Okay. Either you really liked it or you just didn't like it at all. You just didn't understand the satire, I guess. Knives Out, I think everybody, I've not heard a bad thing about it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I would have put that one more in the drama. Yeah. It's not really that funny. Nor is it a musical. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand the musical or comedy category. I don't. I don't get think that. If they, it more or less, if they think they could have a better chance of winning, they'll put it in this one. Uh, that's how they. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do that. Um, Rocket Man loved it, and of course, being the only musical in this category. Meanwhile, yesterday, Blinded by the Light could have been. Right. Yeah, but that, that could have at least three movies that. Actually, was it? Actually, fit. And here we are. So, uh, <clears throat> still wrestling that upper respiratory. Sorry, people. Uh, best performance by actress in motion picture, musical, or comedy. Anna de Armas for Knives Out. Aquafina for The Farewell, which I really liked. So, I hope, yeah, she was awesome in it. Uh, Keep playing Chet for Where'd You Go Bernadette, which I have here to watch, but have not watched it yet. Uh, Beanie Feldstein uh, for Booksmart, which is awesome because that's such a great movie. I did not put that on either of my lists. All right, shame on me. Honorable mention goes to Booksmart. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Emma Thompson for Late Night, which she actually was getting that. I did watch that. I watched that on the watched that on the plane coming back. Okay. So I did watch that. It's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. So yeah, I, I really I enjoyed that one a lot more than I thought I would. So I put that on my surprise list. Surprises. Yep. I don't think she'll win, but uh, I would like to see either Aquafina or Beanie Feldstein one because both independent films and you know it'd be awesome. And both are great actresses too. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Uh, Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Um, Roman Griffith Davis for Jojo Rabbit Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Taron Edgerton for Rocket Man or Eddie, and uh, Leslie Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is My Name now having not seen Knives Out or Jojo I can't speak for those performances right. however having seen the other three Leonardo DiCaprio's role was fine. There's about two scenes I can only think of that would be like, oh, yeah, they submitted the, these are the two that he would be his Oscar one. I think I even talked about that when we covered the episode. Right. Uh, when he's sitting there crying in the chair and all that. That's really about it. I mean, a little whisper in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really about it. And then the in his dressing room, he was yelling yeah. at himself, hyping himself up, more or less. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. No, I don't see him winning. Taron Edgerton, Rocket Man, hell yes, he was amazing in that. Um, I would definitely give it to him. I'd kind of said that uh, after watching it. It's like go ahead and start handing him the awards. He deserves it. Right. Um, but also Eddie Murphy in Dolomite is my name. If he would win this, I would be so happy for him because that because that is a hilarious movie. It's great. It's well acted. He is. He really embodied, um, he really, you know, embodied Rudy Ray Moore, and I would, yeah, 
I'd be okay with him winning too, but I would love to see Taron Egerton win though. Uh, best motion picture animated. Frozen two. Nope. <laughs> nope. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. I wanted to take York because I thought he would like that, but he didn't really wasn't that interested, so we never saw it. But I hear I the anim- I hear the animation is phenomenal in that movie though. Yeah, I so that might give two. it a boost. I saw the first two, but I never got, didn't get a chance to see this one. Uh, the next one, The Lion King. Nope. Although it might, because the animation is the only thing going for that movie. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> but that's just it, though. It's not best special effects from an animated. You know, it's not. It includes story and everything else. It's then it's cheating because we've seen it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, then uh, Missing Link, which I rented for Grayson. She made it through like 15 minutes, and then she went and did something else. So, we, I just turned it off. I was like, well, I'm not going to watch this by myself. Wow. Apparently, I should have, I guess. So, good. Apparently. First 15 minutes, yeah, that mm. I did get to see, but <laughs> we never finished it, and I returned it. I'm like, all right. And then, lastly, Toy Story 4. No Abominable. That's kind of sad. Right, that's um, what I'm saying. I should have <laughs> slipped that one in. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming Toy Story Four is going to win it. Frozen Two is trash. No. Compared to Toy Story Four, yeah. Either but Toy way, Story I Four won. I see Disney winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some some form of fashion. True that. True Disney's that. True that. Win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's three out of four right yeah. there. Three out of five. I mean. Yeah. Dude, how hilarious would that be if they didn't though? I kind of wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them humble. Okay. Off to my favorite category for this year's Golden Globes: Best Foreign Language Film. This is gonna be the hardest one to choose. First one, The Farewell, that I really enjoyed and absolutely loved. Second one, Les Mis, which I have not seen this one, but um, it's actually out of France, so. Um, I haven't watched this one. I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch this one, but maybe uh, Canopy will have it. I'll do some research. Um, Pain and Glory, which I would like to see with Antonio Banderas. Parasite, which we both have seen and both really liked. And then Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is also French, but it's also been, I think it's been winning some uh, awards in the, or with some critical praise in the, uh, in the festival circuits, so I'm, I'd be okay, really, if Parasite or the Farewell one. I kind of just want those two. <laughs> just terrible to say, but I kind of want those two. Um, but yeah, and then um, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. <laughs> I love that in any either one, any. like not just drama, not just musical or comedy, any of them, any. Uh, Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, which apparently is the only positive thing that's coming out of that movie. Wow. Point out here? Yeah, what's it bad? Yet. Oh, I hear it's... Yeah, I've been really? reading and hearing it's terrible. Maybe that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah, like people would rather have Clint Eastwood talk to a chair and then... Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did direct it, right? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, plus also his depiction of women in this movie is not very... Uh, flattering and or accurate so that's awesome 
All right. Uh, Annette Bening in the report, which I did watch. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's a great movie. Uh, I'll talk about that one another time. But she plays Diane Feinstein and like actually looks like her and kind of sounds like her. Anyway, she was great in that movie. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with her winning. Uh, Laura Dern from Marriage Story, also, uh, as I talked about in the last episode, um, when I was discussing Marriage Story, that Laura Dern was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd be okay with her winning that, too. Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers. You could speak to that one, not me. I mean, it should be okay. Yeah. I, I just, that's the only one I've seen out of this list, so I can't not compare. But considering who's listed, I don't yeah. see her winning. Okay. <laughs> um and then Margot Robbie for Bombshell. So that was pretty good. And then, or I haven't seen it yet, but I'm... Hearing good things. Yeah, hearing good things about it, though. Um, best performance by an actor in supporting role in any emotion picture. <laughs> Tom Hanks, shocker. Uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So... Um, okay. so Because he's not, not the main character. It, so not. it's a journalist telling his story. So he interviews... Yeah, it's okay. He's telling the story of Mr. Rogers, inter- okay. his interviews and all that. So he's technically, it's the journalist story, even though Tom Hanks is the main focus. That makes sense. Okay, that clears that up. I was like, how? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not from Tom Hanks's point of view. Okay, or Mr. Rogers' point of view. All right. <clears throat> yeah, makes sense now. Yeah, uh, Anthony Hopkins and the Two Popes, which he was fine. And I don't think it's. He ain't gonna win it. I'm surprised he got nominated. To be honest. <laughs> Speaking of surprised, Al Pacino and The Irishman. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really see anything new. It seemed like Pacino playing Pacino, but whatever. Um, Joe Pesci and The Irishman. Now that one I would be on board with because I think he was probably the best. His character was the only one I was like, oh, this is actually a departure from what he normally plays. Okay. Instead of him being Joe Pesci, you know, just loud and talking fast and cursing every other word he was you know like a rabid dog almost like <laughs> i guess is the best way to kind of put it you know <laughs> he was a lot more calm and reserved wow yeah yeah it was just very different kind of role for him which is why i really liked it and then brad pitt and once upon a time in hollywood which i thought he was fine i didn't think it's that good but you know it's whatever he was fine Best Director for a Motion Picture, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, <coughs> Todd Phillips, <coughs> for excuse me, for Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I hope uh, Bong Joon-ho wins for Parasite. I'd be okay with Todd Phillips winning because, I mean, it is very well directed and stylized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, can't talk about 1917 yet because we haven't had a chance to see it. True. Um, <coughs> best screenplay, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, which, as I discussed, was a very well-written script because it's all dialogue. Uh, Bong Joon-ho for in Han Jin Won. For Parasite, which I also would say it's be on board with because I think it's a very well written script and an amazing story. Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. I could see that, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. I liked it enough. Yeah, yeah. 
Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Steve Z- Zalian for The Irishman. Golly, his fingers got his wrist got to be hurting for as long as that movie is for to have a script that long. Right. But it would be rewrites. <laughs> I don't know how it's. Okay, it did just say best screenplay, not original, because it's adapted from a book. So. Okay. Um, best original score, motion picture. We're almost done. Only two categories left. Best original score for motion picture. Uh, it's going to be Alexandra Desplat for A Widow Women. Hildur, oh Lord, I'm, we're getting into <laughs> almost like hockey now. Uh, Hildur Gorndotier. Sure, that sounds like yeah. common spelling. There you go. Uh, for Joker, <laughs> Randy Newman. Hey, I knew that one. Uh, for Marriage Story, which I didn't even notice that there was music in it. I should tell you how memorable. Thomas Newman for 1917. And Daniel Pemberton for Mother's, Motherless Brooklyn. Yep. Don't have one to pick from. <laughs> I did see Motherless. I did see Motherless Brooklyn, but I can't remember. Yeah. The score, so yeah. I'm not sure. And then the last category: Best Original Song. <laughs> Beautiful Ghosts from Cats. Hmm. All right. Somebody's seen. They must have. Uh, they must have. <laughs> so they wrote a song for the movie, just so it can. Has something they'll get nominated. Yeah. Okay. Because you know they're gonna put on the commercials. Now nominated for an Academy Award, but or for a Golden Globe, but they won't say for what. I no. guarantee they won't. Mm-hmm. No. 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 If they're smart at marketing, they will. They won't. <laughs> um, I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. So all right. <coughs> Into the unknown from Frozen Two. So that was see, I was close. When I was talking about that on last step. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You were there. <laughs> yeah. Spirit from The Lion King. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, and Stand Up, Harriet. Is that like a... Where, did they have a dance-off? Stand mm. Up? Maybe no. it's a in-credit song or something like that. Maybe, probably. I think most of these are. Well, Spirit wasn't. It was actually in the movie. Yeah. Do you know it was in the movie? I think I... I don't know. I'm sure that one probably was. And that's it, man. That's our uh, Golden Globe uh, nominations. So, yeah, it's some interesting choices they've gone with this year for uh, the movies category. Yeah. <coughs> um, curious. See what happens. Um, like I said, we'll post our, we'll make our picks. We'll have them ready by January 5th. We will have a ballot up as well on the Facebook Facebook fan page um, so that you can hopefully uh, make your picks along with us. Feel free to post them. Let us know what you think. Uh, and uh, that's it for this episode, brother. That is it. Well, we're rounding this one out. This is technically our last one for the year. Wow. Alrighty. Yeah, I guess it's fine. I guess that's how we're going to be, huh? Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> we're going to be that way. <laughs> If you don't like it, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for just real quick, I I, I kind of want to do a few thank yous real quick because um, it is our end of the year, I guess, episode, special episode, whatever. And, you know, first of all, I want to say thank you to Patrick for 
agreeing to go on start going on this journey with me on this podcast because um i nagged him enough i know that's for sure to at least give it a try and well i thank you for asking yeah actually i kind of doing some memory searching you remember blog talk radio when that was a thing oh god (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't hosting anything but i did they had call-ins there's like Mm -hmm. a poetry like a couple of facebook friends that i met through there they had a show where they would have you call in and do spoken word poetry and I, was, I did that a couple times. Sure. So I was like, oh, I've kind of done this in a way. But, you know, just calling in, yeah. reading, and listening. So, yeah, it was fun. So I'm glad you asked, though. Well, now I'm going to make you bring some of that shit in now. Well, that's old, man. Huh? <laughs> I got to pull up my old Facebook. <laughs> shit. I wish, yeah. I, can, I wish I had copies. I wish I had episodes. I wish I could. Yeah. I don't know. That, see if I can <laughs> see if they still got the old stuff. Yeah. Because we had like a battle of the sexes thing, men versus women. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Awesome. That was well, 2000. That was like nine years ago. Oh, yeah. It might be a hard. It might be a good minute to freak you out like that. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. So, um, and this has been a blast for us. And it's, you know, kind of given us a, not really an outlet because we really don't need one just to talk movies. But we appreciate it. Um you know, I want to thank my wife for sure. Thank Ruth for basically two Christmases ago, you know, uh, me aren't, you know, giving me one of these now two microphones as a gift and telling me, here, go do something with it. There you go. And here we are a little bit later because I procrastinated because I didn't know what I, I was a little nervous and didn't know really what I was getting myself into. And, um, you know, it's, Starting the one by myself, and more or less that one's kind of fizzled out because I'm kind of doing everything I wanted to do with it on our special episodes with our interviews and everything. So just kind of blended it all in together into one podcast because it's kind of hard to just do one, much less do two. Right. So and trying to find the time um, to do that. And so, yeah, and obviously... I want to thank my family and friends for all of their support and all of you listeners, definitely. And I want to thank my friends at the Strange Strange South for, again, being gracious enough to watch a weird documentary and uh, and then want to talk about it. That was awesome. I had a great time doing that. Also to Chris Mancini for offering to take some time. Um out of trying to promote his graphic novel that uh, is going to get relaunched, I guess, on Kickstarter in the spring. Um, and then also to, you know, and, you know, finish his podcast, right. um, Comedy Film Nerds. And then, obviously, they were kind of the in- source of inspiration for me starting podcasting and, you know, us doing this. Hopefully we're kind of picking up where they left where they're leaving off and also to director trish c for agreeing to um talk to some dude out in nashville doing a movie podcast (laughs) (laughs) um so definitely thank her for joining us on that it's uh so far it's been a crazy kind of time doing this but i've had a blast doing it it's it's stressful but also 
fun. I mean, it's the good kind of stress, I guess you could say. Right. Except for when we record an entire episode and then it won't allow us to save. That's not a good kind of stress. Yeah, That's we'll, frustrating. We'll that let us be great. Yeah, yeah. That that I would I didn't even tell you this. I was seriously bummed out for three straight days, and it was hard for me to get out of the funk because I could not, because that still bugged me that I could not figure out why that wouldn't save, right. why my computer was acting up, and that we lost ninety minutes. <laughs> but it's all right. We got it recorded, re-recorded. Yeah. Thirty minutes shorter, thirty-two minutes shorter, and sorry, uploaded. So yay. And for my kids for willing to go to movies with me. And because uh, they still want to go to movies with their dad. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to enjoy moments. that for as long as I can. Right. Same here. <laughs> and, you know, or watch them at the house, you know. Um, but, yeah. So, again, from all from both of us, you know, thank you for listening. We, uh, we've got some plans for, you know, to kind of make this journey uh, better for 2020. And so we're going to try and roll out some new things and try try and enhance the experience uh, for you folks that do listen. So so for myself, Jeff Hall, and for my amazing co-host, Patrick Terry, thank you all for listening. Appreciate uh, it. And we will see you on the flip side of 2020. And new year, new decade. New New experiences. Yes, new movies. Yep, yep. Yep. Got the regal plan now. Watch out now. (laughs) Watch out. Oscar movies and dumping ground for crap movies, too. So we're going to get all kinds of counter-programming. It's going to be fun. You know it. Bad Boys 3 comes out in January 17th. So, yes. Yep, yep, yep. That's probably going to be a 4DX experience there. Um, Don't tease me. (laughs) 